Welcome back to Fun with Felt. Um, uh, keep praying for um, Logan Hale and, um, and Miss Christina Cook. They are uh, uh, going through their cancer treatments. Logan did go back into the hospital, had a rough day, and, and so they, he got out and he just went back in. So keep, keep him and uh, his parents and uh, their family uh, in your prayers and, and uh, keep the cooks in your prayers, just people going through things, going through issues and going through uh, life that we're not guaranteed everything's to be perfect. Um, but uh, we have a wonderful Savior who is, who is there for us and uh, will give us strength. So, um, so keep them in your prayers. So we have, uh, we've been in Genesis. We, uh, uh, we talked about Jacob last time. Uh, Jacob is also known as Israel, right? right? So, um, so the, the father of Israel, really. Uh, so he is Israel, and uh, so we're going to kind of encapsulate, we're going to start a story, and uh, we're going to talk about Joseph today, you can see in your notes. Now, I could do a, you, anybody could do a series of, of stories, I mean, I, you could do 12 weeks on Jacob alone, uh, you could do more than that, there's just a wealth, a wealth of information about this, this uh, 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 of, of Joseph, and, um, and what he what he did and where how God used him uh, through adversity, um, but we're going to start his story today. And I just want to encourage you: uh, uh, anytime we we have a story, just to keep going. You know, study, go through it this week. Uh, you you would you'll find that in Genesis it starts in uh, uh, in thirty seven when here uh, uh, it finishes off all of Genesis finishes off with Jacob or with Joseph and. Uh, um, and Jacob uh, in there. So the whole, the family of Israel. So, um, but we're going to talk today about Joseph and the coat of many colors and the dreams and, and uh, the, the despising that his, that his brothers had towards him, um, the, uh, the mistakes that maybe parents made. You know, we talked about that with uh, with Jacob last time, and how his, his father loved Esau and his mother loved Jacob, um, uh, and how it's not good. I mean, it's it's wonderful that you love, but you got you 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 parents with kids, multiple kids. It's it's a challenge to to love your children the same, and and there, there needs to be some equality in there. Uh, even though you identify with one, you you're, you're drawn to one more than the other just because of maybe. The way they are, maybe they, they have your characteristics or, or interests or things like that. So, um, but we see that problem again. It, it reared its ugly head again. We'll see that here very soon. But we are going to talk about um, Joseph today, and Joseph is just such a neat, neat character in the Bible. Um, uh, I wish I had his qualities through adversity. Um, the the ability to trust in God, the ability to to do. Uh, to do well and do good in whatever circumstance you're in, and God rewards you. And so, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll touch on some of those, those aspects of his life, but we're really going to focus on the beginning uh, of how his, how, how his life was set up. Uh, our series memory verse, uh, Luke 18, 17, Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. Just a reminder for those who are who are new here too, you are not in the second grade class, you are in the adult class, but we're having fun with felt because we want to put that visual, we want to just remind that th these stories are precious 
and, uh, and we, can, uh, we can still glean a lot uh, from these. And uh, if you ever have to teach a class, these, these felts are available to you. If you ever uh, uh, dip your toe into the teaching realm of, with kids, it's a great place to start. And we need them. We need teachers. We're gonna we're gonna expand classes here someday, and and, and uh, we need more teachers. And I and I encourage you. I my first class I ever taught was uh, on a Wednesday night for uh, it was before they called it Cactus Club at Lancaster, um, but uh, uh, but they they had asked me to teach the the second and third grade boys, and uh, boy I was intimidated, but it was. You know, the, the, you have the tools, you have the Bible, you have things like this, you have people to encourage you. And so uh, I learned there, um, and I, I was not trained in, in, in school with, with Bible. Trust me, there was no Bible at my college that I went to. And so, um, but uh, uh, God can equip you. So, so step out in faith, do it, do it. So open your Bibles, we're in Genesis 37. Genesis 37, this will close out Genesis, and then we'll step through, um, uh, for our series, we'll step through uh, some other parts of the Bible, some great stories. Um, uh, there's thousands upon thousands of stories we could do, but we're just going to hit some highlights through the Bible just to get, get our, uh, our visual uh, going again. So uh, we're in chapter 37 for, for uh, Joseph. And Jacob, Israel dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. Remember, his father was Abraham. Uh, Abraham, uh, uh, no, no, Isaac was his, his father. Abraham was his father. So, uh, again, remember we had that problem? We talked about that, and I said, I, I struggle with that. you got to go through all the names. But uh, So Isaac was Jacob's father. Abraham was his father. Isaac, remember, was about to be sacrificed uh, by uh, Abraham in faith. Um, so, uh, but... So Jacob dwelt in, in Canaan, and these are the generations of Jacob. So it, it doesn't go into them right now, but, but we know that he has got, he's going to have the 12 tribes of Israel will be under him. Joseph, uh, being 17 years old, so, so his, his, his journey really is beginning here at 17, um, when God is going to start working in his life and doing some incredible things. So Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was, the son, was with the sons of Bilba and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. So uh, there were four, I think it was Dan, Naphtali, uh, let me see, who else was that? It was Dan, Naphtali, and 35, 25, um, Dan, Naphtali, and Gad, and Asher. So those are the ones he was with at the moment. Um, and Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. What does that mean? Joseph brought unto their father their evil report. Anybody know what that means? Tattletale. A little stinking 17-year-old is the tattletale. So he, he, uh, he is the informant to his father on his brothers. Right? Um, is that why his father loved him so much? I don't know. Maybe he, was a, he was a good source of information. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, so uh, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. So Jacob, Israel, loved Joseph because he was the son of his, uh, of his old age. And he had made him a coat of many colors. He was the son of his old age. Um, and, uh, and so uh, it's kind of like that... Uh, that final wouldn't be, wouldn't be his final son, it, uh, Benjamin was, um, but that, that youngster. Now, 
I grew up in a family of three. My, my sister, my brother, and me. My brother and I were about a year apart. My sister's uh, three years older than me. And we joked that I am the most loved. I will say it. I was. I was. And, but it, it's kind of a joke, but it's kind of also one of those jabbing things, you know? Because uh, my brother and I complained that my sister got everything because she was a girl. And, and in Franklin family, there had not been a girl in nine generations. Um, and so, so she was a, the, the first girl in the Franklins. And so he treated her as such. And so the queen bee there um, got everything she wanted. So, so there's place. And then my poor brother was in the middle. And he was the middle child syndrome. You can understand what that probably is. So, uh, but needless to say, he's doing okay now. <laughs> so, but, but that there was that little jabbing joke that the, the youngest is, the, is the, 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 the favorite, is the most loved by mom. Don't let that. Don't let that in. Don't let that into your families. Just, you know, treat the kids with, with love and respect to each of them the same and, and try, not to, try not to make these same mistakes. But uh, So here's the problem. So he said, now all his children, uh, because the son was of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. So we have, uh, we have a young man here. We have his father. We'll just put it here. He loved him. <coughs> This is going to be Jacob and his son, and he gave him a coat of many colors. So I'm not a fan of many color coats, but I guess apparently that was a sign of royalty in a way. He gave them this, his, he personally made it, and he, uh, uh, he gave him this coat of many colors. And when his brothers, uh, brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. So they... They treated him like the younger brother that he was, and they, they just disregarded him, and they, they hated him. They actually hated his brother. So here's going to add um, insult to injury. And Joseph, verse five, verse 5, and Joseph dreamed a dream and told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. Um, now, he, he knows. He's not ignorant. He knows his, bro his brothers don't like him. So keep that in mind. And for behold, uh, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves round about uh, made obeyance uh, to my sheaf. And his, and his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And, have, and, and they hated him yet the more for his dreams and his words. So he gives a visual of, uh, of a dream. Now all his brethren are here. Um, these are all his. Uh, so we, we're just going to grab a group of guys here. Grab, we'll just put them all together there. And so he's talking this dream. And this, he, these sheaves, we were, we were out working in the farm, and you guys all bow down to me. Now, we don't know if, if Joseph has had dreams before this. There's nothing recorded that he had any dreams before this one. Um, but he might have. And so um, maybe they kind of knew that... that uh, yeah, it's one thing to have a dream. It's another thing to say, okay, you're, you're dreaming that, that you're going to rule over us and, and we're going to bow down to you. Um, you kind of have to surmise what, what was, some of they could have just disregarded it. It's a dream. 
or they could have said, well, this, there's something about this, and, and it just makes us, makes us more angry uh, towards our little brother. But he wasn't done. Um, and his brethren said, uh, so, so in verse 9, And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it to his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shalt I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come and bow down ourselves to thee, uh, to the earth? And his brother envied him, uh, but his father observed the saying. So, so obviously the father um, knew something uh, about Joseph. Uh, so, so the second dream was the sun and the moon and all the stars round about were going to bow down to, uh, to young Joseph, right? So, um, I have that right here, they're going to bow down. So, two dreams that just really got in the craw of all of these, uh, of these brothers, and even the dad. However, the dad knew something was about that. Something, something special about what he said. So, he, he uh, observed the saying. So, we have a dream by the favorite. The favorite. I should have put quotes around favorite. So do we know if this dream's going to come true? We do, if you've read the story. And we've all heard the story. If you actually go to uh, Genesis 43, uh, verse 26, um, this is after the famine. Where is Joseph now? He's in Egypt. All right. It's 43, 26. Uh, and when Joseph came home, uh, they, brought, uh, they, they brought him the present which was in their hand unto the house and bowed themselves to him to the earth. Also in verse uh, 44, 14, we see, uh, And Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there, and they fell before him on the ground. So they, they bowed down to him. They, they were, uh, uh, he was ruling in Egypt now under Pharaoh. Great, we're skipping through the stories. I mean, he's gone through adversity as a, as a slave uh, to a nobleman, a uh, captain of the guard, uh, being falsely accused. Um, then to a prison uh, where he, he has yet other dreams and, can, and, and tells the, is it the baker and the, baker and the butler about, their, about these dreams and they came true. Um, and finally pulled out of prison because uh, Pharaoh himself was having a bad dream. And so he could interpret it. And, and, and he recognized uh, through this, we're just encapsulating this, he recognized through that dream, he says, I, I can't interpret it, but God can. And so he, he was in tune with God. And so he was dreaming something that is going to happen. Whether at this time he thought it was going to happen or just say, hey, I had this really cool dream. But either way, God was starting something. God was starting something in his life um, that he would use and we would see come to fruition um, in, for Israel, for the nation of Israel. Uh, we see a salvation that was happening. We, we see uh, that on um, the unlikeliest of people, he's going to bring salvation to this nation. Now, much like 
the most unlikeliest of salvation was a, a baby in a manger, right? Christ could have come as king of kings and as, as a conqueror, as the way the Israelites, the way the Jews wanted him to. But he chose to be man. He chose to be a baby in a manger, a lowly manger. Uh, and the most unlikely of heroes was he. And Joseph is the most unlikely of heroes. If you could tell his brothers, if you could tell his brothers at this time, if some, some prophet can come by and go, oh yeah, this is, yeah, your, your, your brother, this one that you hate, he's going to be the one you're bound down to because he's going to save Israel. He's going to save the, wor the world basically with his plan um, of feeding the nations and feeding e Egypt. So uh, we have this dream, and it was a very, very important dream. You have to, uh, I believe, as you read this story, as you read everything through the rest of Genesis, you just need to keep that in mind that God used this unlikely person, the the youngest of. So David was one of the young, youngest of. He was the youngest of his clan to become a king of Israel, and God said, "I look on the heart, not on." Not on the countenance of, of man. I look on the heart. And uh, so he chose a young one. He chose uh, the most unlikely person to be the king of Israel. So uh, we have this dream by the favorite, and it does set up the rest of his life. Okay, and number, number two, a deadly plan by the others. A deadly plan by the others. Uh, we'll, we'll pick up in, uh, in verse 12. So, and his brethren went to feed their uh, father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said to, unto Joseph, now you've got to understand, they, uh, they go back and forth from Jacob to Israel. Um, you can probably study it out on why the Bible says that. I haven't, really, uh, uh, I haven't really understood why you go from Jacob to Israel, but I'm sure any Bible class in college will tell you that, right, Nathan? Um, so, <laughs> but, and, Jake, and Israel said unto Joseph, uh, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will see, send thee unto them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said unto him, Go, I pray thee, uh, see whether it be well with thy brethren, and well, uh, well with the flocks, and bring me word again. Uh, he's sending the tattletale to go find out what's going on. Because he knows, hey, he's going to tell me what's going on. Um, uh, so he, he sent him uh, out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they, they, they feed their flocks. And the man uh, said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. Uh, now, Dothan's not Shechem. They're not really where they're supposed to be. So we're already setting up that, that these guys aren't, aren't where they're supposed to be uh, uh, because they said they were going to be in Shechem. Um, but, and when he, uh, so, so we have this, all the brothers are here. Uh, we're now in a new place. We'll just call it like this. And they see the dreamer coming along. They see him walking along, coming up, and what do they say? Here the dreamer cometh. Here the dreamer cometh. Um, and when they saw him afar off, even uh, before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. 
Come now, therefore, let us slay him and cast him into some pit, and we, and we will say, Some evil beast hath devoured him, and he shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. Now, who was Reuben? Reuben was one of the oldest. In fact, he was the oldest, I believe. Um, and, uh, and Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay, lay no hand upon him. And he might rid him, that he might rid him out of their hands and deliver him to his father again. Uh, so Reuben is the only one. He's going to teach him a little lesson. He's going to play along with the brothers. And he's going to, uh, let's throw him in the pit. I'll come back and get him. Shouldn't have left. But, um, and it came to pass when uh, Joseph, so we have a pit. We have, they stripped him of his, of his coat. And, uh, and then they threw him in the pit. So when they, uh, uh, so it came to pass, when Joseph was coming to the brethren, they, they stripped Joseph of his coat of many colors, and, and that was on him, and they took him and cast him into the pit, and the pit was empty, and there was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked and beheld a company of Ishmaelites from Gilead with their camels, bearing spicery and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother or conceal his blood? So now, these gentlemen, instead of looking at killing something, thank, thank heavens, now they're, just, now they're in it for the money. Well, we're going to make some money out of this. It's so sad. Now, we, we have not had the law determined yet. Okay, so We haven't had, we haven't had uh, the Ten Commandments. We haven't had, you know, thou shalt not kill. Uh, uh, None of that's been, been established because we haven't had the, the exodus out of Egypt yet. Um, we haven't even gone into Egypt yet. But you would still think that you're going to slay your own family member? Um, and, or, or you're going to sell them for profit? I mean, just, just the value of life really is not there at this time. It's, it's more, it, it's, it's, he's now just a commodity. He's just a, something to be sold and traded. Spice balm. We don't know what they, they, they got the 20 pieces of silver, but who else? They might have gotten something else. But they, they, were, they were not looking at, they were not, there was no love in this relationship whatsoever for their brethren. Reuben was the only one that showed any consideration. I don't think he showed consideration for his brother. I think he co showed considerations for his father. I'm the oldest. I'm responsible. Um, uh, I, we've all went out here to, to uh, tend to our flocks, and uh, I, when, when Israel's not there, when Jacob's not there, Reuben is in charge. So it is Reuben's responsibility as the eldest to make sure everybody's safe. And so, uh, so he attempted to do something to save his brother, uh, but uh, fell short by not being there when they sold him. Uh, and uh, so... And Judah said, okay, and come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. So now all of a sudden, like I said, they go from, we're not going to kill him. We don't want to do We shouldn't do that. But you know what? He's worth something. So greed. Greed has taken part in their life. Um, uh, so we'll get a little something out of this. Not thinking about their father at all. Not thinking about Joseph. Uh, <clears throat> 
And his brethren, they were content. They, cons they consented to, to what he said. Again, he's one of the older ones, and so they consented to it. Then there passed by Midianite merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 uh, pieces of silver, and they brought Joseph to Egypt. So Midianites and the Ishmaelites, are, they're interchanging these, uh, these terms. Uh, you can do a study on that, uh, but basically the same, same merchants, they, they, they conspire, they give, they sell. Um, so, so this value of life, and remember, they're also looking at this as, hey, he had a dream, we'll see what becomes of this dream now if we get rid of him. Not realizing that they're actually playing into God's hand, God's plan. God will use uh, uh, situations, he'll use the, the, the mistakes of others, the, the, the crimes of others, He'll use that for his good. He, his plan will come to fruition. Um, Genesis 40, 45.5. We're going to see that this conspiring, this whole thing that started Joseph's really crummy life uh, for a while... Um, he still had a great attitude about it. In 45.5, he says, Now when he's talking to his brethren, he's revealed himself to his brethren here in Egypt after they've come and uh, they've come back and a couple times. And, and uh, he says, Now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. God's plan is always going to be fulfilled. God's plan is being fulfilled right now in our lives, in this state, in this country. Nothing going on is a surprise to God. He's going to, he's going to, uh, he can make good of evil. It doesn't mean we need to do evil because we know that he can make good. No, but he can make good of evil. And when God has a plan, it will come to fruition. It will, uh, it will uh, happen. And there's nothing that we can do, nothing that anybody can do that would stop that plan. So, so we had um, this deception, this deadly plan uh, by the others, uh, uh, his brethren, and they couldn't stop God's plan. But number three, and finally, the deception continues. Anytime you lie, and this is the story for our children, this is the story for our children, anytime you lie, Lies beget lies. Yes, and it's not just for kids, it's for adults. Uh, it's people dealing with other people. It's, it's uh, when you try to cover up something with a lie, you will continue to lie uh, until it comes out, and then you've got to deal with the consequences. Uh, so a de the deception continues, uh, car carrying on in verse 29 of 37. And Reuben returned unto the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit. And he rent his clothes, and he returned unto his brethren, and said, The child is not, and I whither shall I go? And whither shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat, killed a kid of the goats, and dipped the goat, uh, coat in blood. And they sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it uh, to their fathers, to their father, and said, uh, This we have found. Uh, Know not now whether it be the son's coat or no. Do you know? And he knew it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast hath devoured him. Joseph is without uh, doubt rent in pieces. So basically Israel just said, 
oh, this must have happened. And they're like going, yeah, yeah, it must have happened. So sad that, they, that they, they're deceiving their father. And, and they'll, they'll even continue deceiving. And Jacob rent his clothes and put on sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and daughters rose up to comfort him. They didn't, they didn't tell him the truth. But he refused to be comforted, and he said, For I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, and the officer of Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh's and, cap- and captain of the guard. So sets up the, uh, uh, the, the life of Joseph. Uh, Genesis 4, back to 45. 26 through 28. <clears throat> so they had to lie to their father about what ha- happened to Joseph. And it's not till this verse, way after they have been, uh, been to Egypt, they've been back, um, that, uh, and then Joseph revealed himself, and now they're going to, uh, he says, go get my father, that they have, to, they have to tell the truth. The truth has to come out at some time. And so, in verse 26, And they went up out of Egypt and came into the land of Canaan unto Jacob their father and told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he believed them not. Now, they said he's alive. They didn't say what he did. They're still living in their deceit. Oh, by the way, we, um, we were the ones that sold him into Egypt. So we knew he was alive this whole time. I would be furious if I found that, found that out. And they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. God uses evil to make good. His plans will come into fruition. And, they, and Joseph is such a rich rich story um, that I encourage you this week spend, finish off Genesis with this finish off the, the life of Joseph see the character of Joseph in adversity um, see, see the plan of jo- Joseph as he leads a nation uh, under Pharaoh and, and comes up with a phenomenal business plan to save a nation to save the world in that, in that mind uh, it's just such a rich story that will finish out Genesis um, before we get into the Exodus, um, what happens. So um, uh, I love the story of Joseph, and we could go on forever about it. And maybe I will someday. I don't know. But uh, I encourage you to, to read about it and, and, uh, and just glean, glean something from it. But uh, thanks for being here today. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the service. We've got folks who need to get to class. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we just uh, thank you so much for... Uh, your uh, vivid stories that you give us. We thank you for the story of Joseph. Uh, Lord, it's sad what he had to go through um, to accomplish your will. But Lord, you, you brought him through and you rewarded him. And uh, Lord, we just uh, ask that, uh, you just, uh, uh, that, that you just give us a, a great remaining of the day. We pray, Lord, for the messages that's going to be brought to us and uh, soften our hearts to receive it, Lord. Be with us during our fellowship right now. And Lord, we sure do love you. In your precious name we pray.